happening what is happening we back at it once again you don't keep stealing my intro man go ahead man you take too long what up what up what up welcome back to another episode of Coffee ignorant i am will the host that is mike he's nobody this week <laughs> this week we've got two dose two dope guests uh host of the centaur views podcast we got Vic on the, I don't know, there you go, the waves. <laughs> and we got no sense on the other side. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know, you don't know where he at. On this side, on this side. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, this week we got a dope show lined up for y'all. Uh, we're going to be talking about all the people who need all the canceling. Uh, we're we going to be talking about Lana Del Rey. Uh, we're going to be talking about Joe Biden, who might need to be canceled. Uh, the verdict's still out on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not going to get into the saddest week for Black people of all time. It's pretty high up there uh, in terms of the white white fucker we've been dealing with as of late. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it's going to be a dope show. Um, can we talk about oh are we are we do, we're not doing this Eminem thing right because he's we can't add the more white fucker of the week. <laughs> he do nothing. He just out here. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, you doing this Patreon? Uh, you can do it real quick. I gotta make a change real quick. Oh, okay. Well, if you don't know, you boys of cultivated ignorance, we got bills. Associated with this beautiful show we put on for y'all. Um, we got a Patreon. So if you like, love, support what we're doing, uh, and if you have the money to spare, uh, it's only five dollars. Only only five dollars. Uh, we got different tiers: five, fifteen, twenty-five, and a fifty. Um, at least that's what my thing say. The screen say something different. Um, <laughs> There's a fifty dollar level that's down there. It's down there. He's going there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. Uh, I think the top two tiers come with uh, ads. Oh no, top three tiers come with ads. Um, so yeah, man, check it out, please. All all we ask for is the five dollar joint. That's all you, you got. You can give even less than that if you want. E- even less. So please make sure you go check it out. Uh, we got exclusive content on there. Uh, our weekly insecure reviews are on there, and we're adding more and more stuff uh, all the time. All the time. See, look, it's see, look, it's locked for y'all right now. See, if you <laughs> click that join now button, you can see all of it. You can see, you can get in on the, the goods. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Patreon.com/slash Cultivated Ignorance. Yeah, man. 
Wonderful stuff. Well, how y'all doing today? Since our views. Um, we good. Black and highly favored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like y'all didn't know right at first. Like y'all looking at each other for confirmation. Like, yeah. It's been, been a long day. It's been a long day. What's that going on? What's that got going on, man? Nothing, man. Just trying to what keep up with the podcast and stay sane and keep the white friends we still have. I ain't got none. Oh, I might got one and a half, but yeah. They worried about keeping us. I know, right? Right, 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 right. I feel like I mean I'm a fond believer that you do need some good white friends in your life. Like they they're very beneficial. But um she said I bet. Um, yeah, we just want to tell everybody about you. I mean, well, we wanted you guys to tell everybody about yourselves a little bit about your podcast. Um, you know, what made y'all want to start it? Um, you know, who's it for? What did y'all kind of hope to achieve with it? Like, can you just give people like a general synopsis of who you guys are? Well, I'm Victoria, uh, also known as Vic, uh, Victoria the God, and I'm no sense. Um, and we We've been trying to come up with a podcast probably two years. It's been longer than that. Yeah, it's been longer. But, <laughs> That's back in like old But days. our podcast, when we were listening to other podcasts, there were very minimal as far as our voices. And then if it was, you know, it might be someone um, like Amanda Seals who had a female's perspective. Um, but it wasn't woman's a woman's perspective. I mean, I told you about but there wasn't a man on the show, and so we. Oh, like your we mom decided, just said, I told you about that shit. <laughs> we nice. just decided that we wanted to combine both uh, a black male and a black woman uh, opinions into one show. Right. And so we discussed topics that you know are relevant to our age group, our generation, things that affect us. And we're both very opinionated being Sagittarius. That's where we get the centaur from. And so we just hope that we can start a discussion, you know, at the end of the day, that's all, you know, we want. Yeah, and our views are not always um, cookie cutter and we gotta have like very uh, extreme views <laughs> on certain things. So I feel like, um, we we want to make people laugh and think and feel great about themselves. That's our goal. That's dope, man. And I think it's beautiful. I, I'm not I don't I'm not familiar with no sense. We just now meeting like virtually, but like me and Vic been friends for quite a while now. And I already told her like I'm mad proud of her because she you know she started going out of her box a couple of years ago with first writing a book and everything. That's a beautiful. Um, to the yeah, I was inspired team. by you, you know, inspired by your 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 endeavors. Oh man, don't make me cry on camera because I, I appreciate you. But no, we always need more voices. That's why me and Will started this podcast. Is we felt like a lot of you know online black voices were kind of performative with their mm -hmm. blackness a lot of times, or they would just regurgitate what everybody else was saying. And some some you know some points do need to be reiterated to different platforms. But sometimes I just feel like black people feel like they got to say certain things just to fit in or just to be liked or get the likes or whatever like that. So me and Will the same way. We just try to be different and be funny at the same time. Right. And have something that's just different to talk about, man, than what everybody else talking about. So 
Definitely glad to have y'all, man. I told Will we're gonna ignore his opinions because we all Sagittarius here, including our also. Nobody cares. We're gonna meet his mic real quick. <laughs> we were. This is a Sagittarius celebration, man. We just. I mean, we just dope like that. Like, what's y'all's favorite parts of being a Sagittarius? Like, what do you love about your being your zodiac sign? For me, I know it's uh, walking my own path and not being a follower. Like. Um, I'm a rebel without a cause, <laughs> so I'm I'm down for the fight. I believe, yeah, no, that's very true about you. <laughs> I, I feel like kind of the same. Um, what we believe in, like, you're not gonna change a Sagittarius opinion unless you bring facts to the table, right? Um, you know, so I so love. That means we're right all the time. <laughs> that you know, we're we gonna stand by our word, and I, I love being able to to portray something to someone and have the conviction to for them to believe that that's truly how I feel. Some people you can read fake and stuff like that. With Sagittarius, we just brutally honest, man. Yeah, give it to them straight, man, straight up. My favorite part is just us being hilarious. You know what I'm saying? We just the funniest. Hey, you funny on these Say what? 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 You, you might be the You job. He could be down. So like, <laughs> so like, real quick, I'm looking at the traits for Sagittarius. Um, they say Sagittarius is smart, caring, deep, honest, and wild. Y'all believe all that's true? Yep. The wild part? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we 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 suffer from overindulgence. <laughs> Very. Did you not hear our um, responsible whole podcast? <laughs> uh-uh, I ain't heard that one yet. Yes. Um, it also says y'all negative traits are impatient, careless, boastful, attention-seeking, and brutal. No, nah, that's yep. that. Sounds <laughs> about right to me. Okay. <laughs> I can't subscribe to all that stuff. That's that's a little bit too much. That sounds like a I'm damn near shitty human being. So, which, so, so out of y'all, which one is more impatient? I'm a pretty mm, yeah. I have children. <laughs> so, yeah. I, have, I have an eight and a 12 year old. I have zero patience. Like, <laughs> none. All the time. Uh, I believe that. No, Which man. one is more boastful? I am. <laughs> Golly. My name is Victoria the God on Twitter. <laughs> I believe in myself. I just don't need the whole world to know it. Oh my god, I'm okay for everybody to know it. <laughs> All right, which one is more brutally honest? Ooh, that's equal, right there. That's equal because you ain't got no man. You got no no. I have no filter. No sense. <laughs> In the name, right? Right. Very right. fitting. <laughs> I'm glad we got y'all on the show, man. We're gonna yeah. uh, we're gonna debunk the Sagittarius star. The best sign and all that. So yeah, we are. We definitely are. Um, this is Will. Your time has already passed. No more tourist season. <laughs> no, we was just here. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, man, we're gonna get it popping. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Kendall, Aunt Anne. I'm gonna say Aunt Anne, like y'all know my aunt. Um, Dakota, Sunday, <laughs> the trail, the seller hit us with the caca. What's up, fella? Um, thank y'all for joining us, man. We're gonna have fun. Um, I guess we're going to start off talking about Vic's favorite singer in the world, uh, Lana Del Rey. Yeah, we're going to talk about Beyonce. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I 
How does bitch try to call for Beyonce? <laughs> well, this is really, she, her, this she said really, Beyonce is her peer. Beyonce is not anybody's peer, first of all. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> let's let's be clear. Miss Lana, there, Karen, Ray, whatever her name she, is. She does like Karen. She like sounded like a Karen. Lana Del Karen? Lana <laughs> Del Karen. She fucked up when she said Beyonce's name, first of all. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't know. Well, all right. First of all, let's kind of give people perspective if they don't already know. Um, so Lana Del Rey, if you don't listen to her, she's like a kind of a popish kind of singer. She sings about a lot of like sad shit about being, you know, used and abused by men and everything. But usually in like, it's like kind of lighthearted sounding music. And it's a really good, like, you know, kind of juxtaposed in a way that's kind of catchy, but- You better say of... juxtaposed. Huh? <laughs> I said, you better say juxtaposed. That's <laughs> <laughs> a smart Negro. Um, yeah, she, um, she's been doing that for a while now. That's kind of how she got on. And um, apparently she's been listening to her critics who feel like that she's setting women back with her lyrics about just being in this bad situations with men. And um, that's kind of been her whole lane. So she put out this tweet, that, not this tweet, this Instagram post talking about now that Doja Cat, uh, Ariana, who's not black, um, Cardi B, Kalani, and I don't know why she names out Beyonce, but Beyonce, now that they're singing about similar things, like, is she allowed? What did you say? I said they're on the same level. <laughs> Boom. Boom. You trying to get a cancel. You trying to Lana get a Del Rey and Beyonce. You can't escape Beyonce. You can escape Lana Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard one of her songs. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know who Lana Del Rey was before. Then. You never <laughs> heard of Lana Del Rey? Come on, man. You, I mean, I've heard I of her, but I don't I thought she was a porn star, to be honest. I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That's hey. being petty at this point. <laughs> Tashana said, fuck her Karen ass. Uh, <laughs> <gotta be> <laughs> shout out. Jeremy said, I thought she was an actress. Well, they thought she was a porn actress, Jeremy. So I, who can blame you here? Um, so, I mean, I feel like she was kind of listening to her critics too much. But my main point is, like, should she even be comparing her career struggles with that of women of color as if they can be the same? Like, you know, Beyonce is popping right now, but we know people don't criticize Beyonce, especially with the whole formation thing at the Super Bowl. Um, people come for, you know, Cardi B's neck all the time. Um, is that even logical to compare your struggles as a white singer to that of people of color in the first place? Not only that, I think her biggest issue, her biggest mistake before she even compared her, did you address the haters? Beyonce and Cardi don't do that. Nikki don't do that. You know, no, you're no, Nikki, Nikki. I will say Nikki. Nikki, you Nikki, Nikki she does it out of pettiness because she's a Sagittarius. She's as well. a Sagittarius. She's oh, God, y'all, oh, y'all niggas is really the orange man. <laughs> <laughs> she's of course, she's going, but, but not in the sense of. Yeah, you can't compare yourself book. when you stepping out of pocket because they wouldn't do anything like that. They, B is not worried about what somebody else doing. Cardi ain't worried about, you know. It. And it's yeah. not like Beyonce that hasn't been singing about Jay Z cheating on her since day Lemonade. one. So like, I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> and Cardi B's the whole album. Did she not listen to these people's album? Like, I don't know, but yeah, no. You about to say something, Will? I'm I'm about to say. I think she's just like we're gonna say carrying this whole thing, but <laughs> she did. <laughs> she really did. Like, yeah, and she like, could address her own peers, like Adele, Taylor Swift. Why are you bringing out the black women's name in there? Like, why are you ain't point out there? 
They're still up. And, and like, no sense is right, bro. Like, if she hadn't addressed the haters, like, this wouldn't be an issue. Like, just keep making your music, making your money. There's always going to be people to talk shit about what you're doing. It ain't like the Beehive or the, um, or the Barbs or who, what's Cardi's little people called? The Barb Gang. The bar- is it? The I don't Barb know. Gang. Cardi Gang. Why, Cardi they didn't come at you like, um, your music is trash and setting women back. If anything, those are your white um people. Like, we don't get, we like shaking our asses. Like, what the fuck? Mary J been doing it forever. Right. We like that shit. <laughs> we like the struggle. <laughs> Unfortunately, but we do. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think she was trying to compare her struggles to that of Cardi and them. I think she was more so saying, like, this is just a different side of all women's story. So y'all don't give people over there on the shaking ass, sexualizing themselves side. Y'all don't give them shit no more. So why am I getting That's shit? That's not true though. Men talk okay. shit about um the the Cardi B's and the Meg the Stallions, and they talk about the city girls all the damn time. Like I don't know what her 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 her, her argument was false, but in yes. the sense, yeah, her argument was false because yes, people talk shit about everything. Right. I'm saying like, okay, if y'all gonna address this, then y'all need to. Like leave me the fuck alone because everybody else is doing their own thing. Like I don't disagree with that. Like if you feel if you feel so attacked, if you feel so attacked, Karen, that you need to come out here and make this whole post about this thing. Okay, sure. Fragility is a part of feminism. Fragility is a part of the women's movement. I guess being exposed like that and saying you got uh, you've been in abusive relationships. I, I don't. I've never heard her music, so I don't know if she's like celebrating it or saying like. This is just a part of relationships or whatever. Right. But if if you want to tell that story and you want to say it's a part of women as a whole, then then do your thing. But uh don't be such a damn victim, in my opinion. Was that that's I think it happens when people look at the internet as one big collective voice yeah. that has one personality that makes one decision. And so when she's like listening to her critics, she's just only hearing the negative negativity. Now she has, y'all don't listen to her like that, but she has had a phenomenal career. Like she's been out here in this game for- I'm sure Karen has. You know what I'm saying? She's been in this game, I feel like for over a decade at this point. Like she's been in the game for a long time. So when you go to just listen to the critics and stuff, it's like you just, and that's the whole shit with this internet shit, man. Like. Who are you actually listening to? Because if you're listening to your fans, you still good. Like you, it's not like you, it's not like you ain't selling albums out here. It's not like you didn't just have a critically acclaimed album. I think it's called Norman Fucking Rock, Rockwell or something like that. Like you still selling records. Like so, who? <laughs> I know no one else knows or cares. <laughs> I just say, <laughs> why even? Like you said, why even feed it? And I think, I mean, I think Beyonce does hear like the haters and stuff like that. I think Beyonce does. You know, hear that stuff, but she doesn't respond to it. She doesn't give it more power, and that just exactly. takes a strong human being to do. Um, that's not easy because we already—I mean, we've been our feelings as normal people. When somebody says something about us on the internet, let alone somebody who just wakes up to like millions of people just being like, "You suck" every day. Like, I'm sure it takes a lot of strength. But it's like, who I mean, and to be fair, like this—I think this would have well. I would—the criticism of addressing the haters it goes across the board. We tell um, what's her name, Ari Lennox, the same thing, and Wale. Like, stop listening to the haters and make your damn music. Like, Man. I don't. I don't if know. Ari don't stop giving these haters power, because I, I love right. Ari. That's my baby. If she getting on the live and she start drinking or whatever, and she be. Yeah, how fucking Huh? 
in her feelings. In her feelings, man. When they when they had that whole thing where people was calling her like a rock waller or some bullshit like that, and she gave that shit so much energy. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Why y'all laughing? We, you I never heard of that. No sense. It. Get off the stove. If you gonna laugh at my baby, you can leave. You can go. We can just talk to Vic. Yeah, no, that's Bay too. Yeah, you can't. Yo, I don't. I can't picture her, but for somebody to call you a rock waller, that's just funny in itself. I mean, <laughs> not picking on her particularly. <laughs> that's just a good name. <laughs> the last on the show. <laughs> I got a question. Where did where did Lana where did she come up with this name Lana Del Rey? Like this is the most I've got something in my blood that, that gives me ethnicity. It's the biggest lie of all time. This woman's name is Elizabeth Woolridge Grant. <laughs> like, come she on. Put on like, she putting off for the culture that she was referring to. For real, I don't know what she came up with the name, man. I don't, I'm sure she knew exactly what she was doing. Tacoma um, said, No one should have, no, she should have not compared herself to a, to a person of color. Also, that's not like, like Beyonce wasn't in the game for some decades. Um, very true. Tashana said her music is as terrible as she is. Well, <laughs> don't Tashana put the keyboard down. <laughs> I can't control her. <laughs> That's your lady. Tashana, um, man. It's, how do we, or oh, should we even be worried about giving, you know, certain audience space to kind of vent their grievances with the game, you know, that come along with it? Like I said, I'm sure it's hard being in the public eye, you know, growing as an artist. Find new things, and then you, of course, naturally compare yourself to other artists and see what they kind of reception they get versus what you get. Like, how do we kind of give people space to kind of sort through that, or should we? In this case, you can take it up with her therapist and stay off the internet. Y'all don't give a damn, boy. Y'all the savage Sagittarius. <laughs> take it up with your therapist. Nobody wants to hear it. Thank <laughs> well. No man, get that shit out of the public eye, man. Like this shit went from bad to worse. As soon as you open your mouth about the little haters. Hey, I'm sorry, Lana. I was trying to have a conversation for you. Stop trying to be the um, devil's advocate. Oh, she, Will, she got the name because she wanted to sound exotic. <laughs> she was in Miami when she came up with the name. Okay, see, and I know. <laughs> oh, she was probably in Miami with all kind of Dinglings in her face and shit. She's like, oh, I line up down there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a behemoth. Hey, child. Oh, shit. Donna said, we are no longer explaining anything to whites. Um, is that how y'all feel? Being. <laughs> well, all right, this is the last question. Let me put a pin in it. Um, if a white person genuinely, genuinely doesn't know they did something wrong and they want to get better, like... Is it so wrong that they would ask black people, like, what can I do to correct my actions? It's wrong for to ask this black person. <laughs> Don't ask me. Golly, well, y'all Sagittarius suck, man. Y'all get y'all let nobody grow. Google. <laughs> but I mean, you gotta give has, like all types of answers, man. The internet has all types of false information out there. <laughs> you gotta give them credit if they're admitting that they're wrong and they're coming to you. And they're not going to another white person saying, hey, how can we? Because they're not going to have the answer. But if not, you a multiple time offender, then yeah, just just shut up. 
Yeah. <laughs> you got them habitual line steppers. Like. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of know what you're doing. But like, Will and I have had a friend who has been like, yo, I just don't understand this thing about, you know, what y'all are doing right now with these protests or whatever like that. And I had straight up asked us, and not that we speak for all black people at all, but like, I don't, for me personally, I don't, I don't put this on anybody else. If you choose not to do it, cool. If you, if you can get paid for doing it, even better. But like, oh, that's a different story. <laughs> if you're asking a genuine question, and I know it's not coming from a place of maliciousness, like, I might take the, you know, time to do that. Because if I want to see change in the world, like, I feel like I got to be part of that change. So if I'm in the mood, if I'm in the zone, you ain't got to do it, Vic. I, well, you're not going to do it. I mean, you I, see I, my I, face? I'm looking at her face. We've been friends for so long. I can feel She's your like, face. like, okay. <laughs> I have, I'm a part of the change by being the change. I, I can't change other people. It's honestly 2020. But you, but you, but you, but you can give them the information. By yeah. referring them to Google or Trey? I'll send them to Trey and Mike. <laughs> there we go. Hold on one second. Let me call my homeboy. He'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, sorry, Lana. We tried to give you a conversation, but Sagittarius ain't sending us so figure it out. <laughs> um, guess we go to the next topic. Uh, Will's guy, Joe Biden, is out here. Um, he told y'all straight up and down, like, you debating if you're going to vote for him or Trump. Like, you just ain't black. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You just. <laughs> that interview was funny. Did y'all, did y'all see the interview he did with Charlemagne? I did. It was hilarious. I caught that. Yeah. yeah. Was As we look at his um black agenda for I'm sorry, his black agenda until he said for Black America. What did y'all what y'all thought on the interview? I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny because he took over Charlemagne's video um interview. He really did. <laughs> he did not let Charlemagne ask any of the questions that Charlemagne needed to ask, and <laughs> that said a lot. Like <laughs> it said a lot to me. He really didn't, yo. Uh, what do you think? Uh, no sense. If it was a train, it was off the tracks. Like <laughs> that, just he was rambling. <laughs> yeah, it was. You don't go on somebody else's show and take over. What did he kept saying? He was like, "Done." Yeah, like we're not yeah. telling y'all what we're going to talk about. <laughs> like, forget what y'all think. Like, you just don't do that. And I think it it hurt him because everybody else who was running in the primaries they were on there first mm -hmm. and they were actually there and giving like honest discussions and opinions and, and get to know who they were as a person yeah and with him it was basically Obviously. like an ad yeah yeah no i tripped off the biggest the funniest thing was that he was like his wife had to get on the internet so i'm like you're joe biden the vice president y'all don't got two laptops <laughs> Y'all got you the vice president of the free world. Y'all only got one laptop in the house that y'all can use, and this is y'all key. Like black people. This, <laughs> that means, no, I can't. I can't. Nobody. <laughs> he old man, he don't know how to work. That's a problem. We're in a digital age. That's a problem. Come on, now. Trump, Trump can't read. No, but at least Trump know how to tweet. <laughs> Don't know how to do that. He know how to work a damn old laptop. 
he know how to do in process um, um press conferences. He can do he do it everywhere. Mm-hmm. But Joe Biden could he had to get off it because his wife had to use the um phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you, you think, Will? Bro, it was it was it was it was a bad interview. Like because it was like hella media scripted. Like it was hella scripted. It was like, all right, well, Charlotte ain't gonna ask this one question. And I'm gonna talk for about seven, eight minutes about what I want to talk about. He asked two questions. He only yes. asked two questions. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna let this nigga trap me into saying some shit I don't want to say. <laughs> saying some shit I was not trained to say. And then it was and then it was funny around like the 12 minute mark. It was like, all right, guys, we really gotta go. <laughs> we really got to, some voice out of nowhere. I don't know, some some Karen from the back room. Bro, some voice out of nowhere was like, all right, it's time to shut this shit down. <laughs> 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 Bro, it was the shortest interview I've seen on the Breakfast Club since the baby shit. Oh like, my God. <laughs> like since the joint baby walked out on. Like I've never, I've never seen anything shorter. And oh, baby! Oh, I thought you said the baby. I was like, when the baby, the baby. I might have said whatever. Yeah, <laughs> one of the babies. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was, it was pretty bad, bro. I, I didn't feel like I gained any insight on who Joe Biden is. Nope. I feel like Charlamagne pushed him on a couple topics, and he was like, "Look, what you don't understand <laughs> is that even though I had something to do with these things, it's really not my fault." Like, right. <laughs> basically, what he. But I had nothing to do with the 94 crime bill. Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. So yeah, bro. Between that and that, uh, and that lift every voice, <laughs> that shit long as hell. I, I read about half of it and I gave up. But there's I, I no solutions. Like no project- there's no real solutions listed. There's no projection of when uh, what's going to be implemented. It's kind of just like blanket ideas. Like I don't. Yeah. There's no real solutions. But just so and just so everybody's clear, um, so Joe Biden does have a, um, what he wrote, he calls himself a black agenda. Um, the name is terrible. I lift every voice. Um, he might as well have been like left every Negro or some shit like that. Um, <laughs> but the hey, black a manifesto. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> don't know. You can look it up. Um, um, that is just had it on the screen a while ago. Um, but you can go to. JoeBotten.com slash Black America. Um, the main bullet points is that him addressing the economic mobility of African Americans and closing the um, racial gap, sorry, the racial wealth gap, um, trying to, you know, empower the schools with more money, more, you know, more equipment, more resources of what they need, um, strengthen the, you know, fight against injustice, um, systematic racism, stuff like that. Um, address um, environmental injustice because you know a lot of times a lot of us live in these you know food deserts where we can't get the proper you know groceries and stuff that we actually need to leave, live healthy lives outside of fast food and shit like that. Um, it touches it, it discusses a bunch of stuff, but I agree with y'all on that. Like it's just what I felt like more than anything. And I just talked about this with my friend last night. Is I just don't know how you would do all these things in one term, um, like. You're talking about you're talking about just radically changing the entire country for us, but like how much of this is actually possible? Um, how much of this is actually going to fulfill on? It's a lot of questions to be asked. But my question was, if all this was possible, if he was able to do these things, if we actually saw, you know, an actual strategy for getting this done, 
Um, would it actually matter that he's clearly pandering to the black community so much? Like, does that even matter? Should we just get out of our feelings and be like, yo, this will actually help us get to that next level, um, you know, as a race? I don't think it matters that he's pandering. Just give us solutions. Like, stop playing with us. Like, stop playing with us. And I and, and he's not intelligence. Like, all of that was unnecessary. Like, what he was doing, it was really unnecessary. Just give us the results. Tell us how you're going to do it, and and show and prove because your track record tra is trash. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> good show she summed it up. But like, it's, I mean, if he's saying I'm gonna prove it while I'm in the White House, so if, you, if I, I can't, I can't prove it by going to the White House. Would you vote for him? Nah. <laughs> I mean, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, Andrew Yang with my guys. So. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. We should have made, he shouldn't have been the last remaining candidate. He shouldn't have. That's the issue is the older generation voted for Biden and put him in this position. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, we have to either be for him or for Trump. Yeah. And you know that I'm comment to me <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't over it it doesn't necessarily reflect how everyone feels no like that's not nearly half as bad as the stuff that trump spew even when they addressed the uh george floyd <clears throat> situation oh, i can't listen to him <laughs> no <laughs> but biden had he had a actual resolution of what needs to be done. Trump tweeted, of course, but all he treated, all he tweeted was the investigation should be fast and I'm praying for the family. Like you're showing that you really don't give a fuck. And you've shown this for four years. So I can understand like him having the audacity to say it. It's just, he was not trained on what not to say. It. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I get it. But I mean, it's, why do we expect Trump to be <laughs> anything but who he is and what he's shown us to be? Though? Well, are we okay with that? I am. <laughs> I am. Because I'd rather know who the person is than somebody that's trying to like covertly, covertly come at me and pan it like and be something you ain't black. <laughs> like, you ain't gonna do all that. Just tell me how you gonna fix our problems. That's it. I would rather know the evil I'm dealing with than deal with somebody Thank selling you. me a dream. Right. But, the I, thing, I agree. but that's what I'm like, If he's saying I can actually make, like, if he's saying things like, you know, I, I'm committing to having a female uh, vice president or woman vice president. And if I get a, you know, if I do get the office, I will have a black woman over Supreme, you know, over the Supreme Court. If he's saying these well, things, you don't control that. You don't control that. Retire. So what now? What is that? Well, he got cut out. Go ahead. He was saying he. I'm saying he can't control the Supreme Court thing because he don't know when the people are going to die and retire because it's a lifelong job. I'm assuming he's mean like I'm gonna find a suitable black woman to be in there. And he needs to get the Senate job. too. All right. That's not how it works. He needs to get the Senate too, unless he's gonna do an executive order. He's like all the Trump, he's, Yeah. I mean, even with the whole, if he was, if he was already committed, I mean, it's it's time he, he got time to to show and prove, and I and I agree that we should put pressure on him 
and um, and, and ask for what we specifically want. But for him to be vetting other people other than black women, he's already on the wrong track. Like, Amy Klobuchar should not be even uh, like if you if you are really serious about getting the black vote, mm-hmm. then Amy Klobuchar shouldn't even be somebody that you vetting for vice president. Well, here's my, let me um, put this in the chat real quick. So people people want to call in, your thoughts, whatever. Um, I guess here's my question is like, should we, because, so I think we should all, can all kind of agree that we should be doing the work ourselves to get our lives where we want to be. But, you know, administration can facilitate that. Should we vote Republican to show Democrats that we serious? Like, we're not just going to vote for y'all just because y'all Democrat. Should we just vote, Demo- vote Republican until Democrats actually straighten the shit out and actually start to make real change happen. I think so. I think so. So you give a vote on Trump. Trump I don't like being played with. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. I think that people don't fundamentally change. I think who they are is who they are. They can evolve and they can and grow and thought and stuff, but who they are is who they are. And I don't think that Joe Biden, like, I don't think that he really genuinely cares like that. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. If if uh if Democrats started to lose the if if Democrats started to lose the black vote in major cities like Atlanta, Chicago, uh, all these all these major cities where like where like Democrats basically get the whole state off of these metropolitan areas that black people are a part of. Like, bro, they would fix shit immediately. Like, right. let it be one election where goddamn Atlanta is like all Republican, all Republican black votes. Like, bro, it would it would change it would change the game, I think, at least for black people. Like because right. <clears throat> they don't respect our vote. Like they think they it's don't. they think it's a given. You know what I mean? And another thing with this, uh with this, it's like I I, I feel like this. Okay, it's another four years of Trump. Okay, whatever. We we always talk about, hey, things are much more important on you know your local level, your city level, your state level. You know, we've been preaching that for the last, you know, however long. I would mostly say four years. But also with that, like we've been talking more about mobilization, uh, educating ourselves on the way government actually works, and all this has been because of basically the last four years, you know. Because we've been going through, you know, this hell that we that we see, and if we vote Democrat and a Democrat wins, I'm pretty sure a lot of that shit will like start to fade away. Like right. we will start forgetting about, you know, mobilization and educating people on government and stuff like that. So, like, bro, if it takes another four years of hell for us to, you know, like really become right. educated, yeah, yeah, like it's, it's worth it, bro. Because that's what a lot of people were saying at the very beginning when Trump got elected. He's like. You know, this shit gonna be hell, but black people will come out of this shit much stronger, more aware, and all this other stuff. If, well, and I'm, then I, I would like to add that, it, um, and I'm sorry, I'm taking over, <laughs> but this is about Biden. Um, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> no, but um, I would like to add, like, we already agree in agreement that the system that we have right now is broken, and Trump is here to disrupt the system, allow him to do what he's he's here for disrupt the fucking system where we it's been is not working it hasn't worked for any of us and if anything like as as far as what i'm seeing is 
I know that our, our our medium, what is that, income is going to be zero in a few years. Like, if anything, Trump has taught me that it's very important to have multiple income and to get into business. And I think that, that for our, what we need as a Black community is we need resources. We need to be focusing on generational wealth and building a foundation for our for our future, because if we, we is I think we have to play the game. We, we can't get away from the game. So instead of just um, sitting on the sidelines and just complaining about it, like learn from what our, our, our enemies, the art of war, learn, learn from your enemies and see what they're doing to be successful and see why they, they are ahead of us and, and use some of that, that tactics and apply it to our, our own community. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, man. Um, just to go through some of those comments. Dakota said some people can't mentally handle another four years of hell. Um, oh, you'll be all right. Do y'all feel yeah, like it's yeah. hell right now? This, this, yeah, envir- this yeah. environment that... I feel like more hell than we used to. I feel like we, we need to learn, like, we need to keep the knowledge of the fact that, yes, change is going to be on a local level. But then when you're thinking about the, the president, that's somebody that's representing us to the other countries of the world. Trump is because he's he's forcing us as America to be an enemy. Or for us to um for the world to, fi- to finally figure it out that America is trash. Like we already knew America was trash to us. Like every now everybody's like, oh, we're up in arms, like, oh America's we 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 do this and that. I'm like, but we already knew that though. I'm, I'm just saying as far as foreign affairs, I don't think Trump is somebody that we need to represent us. Because no matter who is Biden or Trump, the trickle down effect, we're not going to be affected. I, I don't know if I agree with that. Because of some of the things that like the, the um, I forget the name of the bill that he backed out of that we've been in forever. It's like some of that money that we were just spending like we were paying way more money than most of the other countries, and I, I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. yeah, I remember him talking about that. And the yeah. China virus, you remember the China virus <laughs> originated in China. Like, let that man, he was right though. He was right. <laughs> it did come from China. My, I, I do have a few conservative. Well, I don't have a few. I have like maybe two conservative friends that are black, and um, they're more so the thought of like they value results over feelings like in their view you know trump can be as dumb as he wants to be on the mic um he can say all this racist shit he can say all this dumb shit but like if he's getting shit done like the prison reform um funny HBCUs. yeah hbcus um the tax i need to do more research on how much the tax you know changes affect us as you know middle class people but like Tax changes to make taxes, you know, easier to file and as well as cheaper. Um, there's one more thing. I know. Um, oh, the unemployment rate, which they say is better, but I got to look into that as far as like what kind of jobs people are getting. Because if people are just getting these, you know, minimum wage still like seven something dollars an hour jobs, like I don't really think that's a dramatic change for the better. But the unemployment rate for people of color has decreased since this administration has been in place. So, yeah, but at the same time, though, like I'm, I'm. I ain't gonna say I'm all for Trump, but I'm not gonna yeah. make him an evil person. But like the unemployment rate and the economy improving, that shit was already going on. So I'm not gonna give him a whole lot of credit for that. Yeah, yeah and people are still working like three in Obama's reign. Yeah, I would definitely want to do more research and 
But even so, like they're more of the mindset of like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna stay focused on the positives. Like he can be dumb. He's, he's gonna always be dumb. But if this actually changes or actually happens for the better for me, especially as a business owner, like I just need to stay focused on that. We just need to get out our feelings. I don't know how y'all feel about that. I agree. Yeah. We should all be a business owners. Like really, we really need to be business owners in order for our, our for us to be able to have wealth. I'm. I would say we should all support black businesses more because I don't think everybody's meant to be a business owner. Like, is this when you when you True. starting a whole right. legal business? Like, this shit is a lot. It's a lot. So definitely put your money where your mouth is. You need to have ownership in a business. Whether it yeah. be stocks or Absolutely. Like that. Yeah, definitely take stocks in each other's businesses, all that good stuff. Um, we do have one quick call. Let me I think oh. I'm over quick call. Hello, hello. This might be Star. Look at the number. Hi. Um, there's quite a delay um for anyone who is confused about that. So I am huh. The same delay that's there every week. Exactly. So it seems like last time there was a little bit of confusion about why I was asking what you guys were talking about because I'm watching the show and there is a delay. But just to jump in here, because I also have to mute you guys so I can hear the call. Um, there's so much to go on with this. I actually did read Biden's plan last night um, thoroughly. Um, it was a lot. It seemed... Um, a little ambitious for him to try to do all of that in one or even two terms. I thought it did cover a lot of issues that we do need um, done. And some of the things that stuck out to me that were kind of immediate were um, personal protection equipment and a $15 minimum wage, minimum wage for any essential worker, which black people do tend to be disproportionately essential workers who have to be out on the front lines, which is why a lot of us are dying from COVID more than others, right? Um, some other things were going on, but I think in general, it, I'm not gonna say it don't matter who's in office because I do believe that presidents are symbols. Um, I just think that we are leaving on the table a lot of power, individual power. Um, yeah, I think that we need to look at and, and give, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe vote, you know, maybe be aware, but don't become disempowered when someone you don't like is in office. And Trump is harmful. Like, it, it, to me, I look at it like this. Even if your policies are good, if your representation is racist, hateful, ignorant, most people are only seeing that. Most people are not reading your policies. So the whole of America is more so influenced by the way you carry yourself and the things that you say. It really is unacceptable, a lot of the things that he's said, even if the policies turn out to be beneficial for a lot of people who want to be enterprising, you know, and take part in capitalism. But the point is, it's both. You can't just get by on one or the other. You know, unfortunately, I think we're in a situation of voting for the lesser of two evils. I think we need to explore other options as black people and also realize that there's millions of black people. We all don't even want the same things. So there is gonna, not going to be a plan that even fulfills everyone's needs. And some people are going to look at a plan that, you know, that maybe stimulates black wealth or education in one way as, as another way that we're kind of giving our power away by looking to the system to give us these things when we could 
do it ourselves. Like we can educate ourselves at this point. Like we really can, you know, I don't know about, like we can, we can learn. Like <laughs> you can read or watch a video. Cause what's the difference between watching a video and somebody standing up in front of you, lecturing you from a book you haven't read. So it's like, we can, we have a lot of power. And I think no matter who's in office, we have a lot of power because we have the internet, we have each other. So yeah, that's, that's kind of my two cents on it. So would you vote for Trump? No, I don't think I could bring myself to do that. Now, I haven't read all of his policies or, or am not even aware of all the things that he's done while he's in office. Hmm. I was just saying, I was asking, was it because of morals? Like he's morally corrupted. I'm not. So it's because of the things that he it's, it's because of representation. It's because like the role of the president for me is like a lot. Of, I think they're a symbol of power and not necessarily able to like single handedly do all these things and make all these decisions. Right. And push all of these things forward. So I believe that even if he's signing bills that that benefit some of us, he still is a symbol and a psychological like symbol of hate and division. And I just don't think that that's what we need right now. So I don't spend a lot of time thinking about Trump, posting about him, writing about him, or putting any energy into what he does. I just, from what I have seen, I still say that I don't think that he's um, um, the best leader that we could have. You know, I feel like we can do better as a, as a group. Thank you, Star. Appreciate you, man. That's that's all. Very good thoughts, and I, I agree. I think um, that that's uh, thank you so much. <laughs> she ain't no Sagittarius, she's but she's, she's a Sagittarius. Yeah, no, no, shut up, shut up, Mike. Vedic, shut up, Mike. Vedically, I am a Sag, so I completely understand. I completely understand, and I, I feel, I feel it. So, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna hang up so I can listen to the rest of your comments. All right, thank you so much. All right, bye. Another bad yeah, that's what I was, Well, you shut up. Um, that's what I was saying. Like, that's why I usually reply, though. Like, we can't just ignore the hatred he is spewing out here because it does mean something. Like, when people are tuning on their TVs and digesting this information, then you are looked at as a symbol of a leader of our country. So it does make a difference, for sure. And that's what people are saying in the chat. Like, you can't overlook this racist, this racist rhetoric for policy. So it's cold saying. Um, yeah, it's true, man. It's true. So we just got to exert every bit of power that we do have. Like Sarah said, I believe in that. Support one another as much as we can. But I think, you know, having a system in place that does help, that definitely helps. So. Any more thoughts on that at all before we move on? Nah. Make America great again 2020. What? It was already in there. No sense. You got the you got the MAGA hat on. I don't know what you was looking surprised. <laughs> the hat says goat ish. This is the black the goat. Yeah. that I'm, I'm I'm spending money on a black business. Trump ish. That's what I read. Trump. Now you can uh you can uh, look them up. It's Hooperville. They're on Instagram and Facebook. It's uh two black guys that they have their own clothing line. Um, so I support them. So. That's dope, man. That's, that's what we do. That's you taking the Issa Rae approach, which is just putting on black businesses without even saying, you know, without even doing nothing extra approach. 
let's, let's be, you know, me and Will love Issa Rae right now. Like, I mean, we already have before, but like, she's just on her shit. Like, never, like, better than ever right now. She just, she's amazing. Um, well, speaking of taking, you know, control of your life and, and possibly starting a business, I know, Vic, you said you wanted to talk about the whole rise and grind mentality and how you feel like it can be very detrimental, I think. I'm tired. That's all. I'm tired. What's what you tired, man? The getting up, rising, and grinding. I'm I'm tired. I'm mentally exhausted. I'm physically exhausted. Um, I think that like we need sleep. Everybody, well, we need everybody to go sleep. Like, like we need. We gotta build. We gotta make these things happen for ourselves. Ain't no sleep. Yeah, but in the same sense, I think that our even with the COVID situation, I think that we talk about we got to put the blame on um, Trump and everything, but we don't take personal responsibility for not taking care of ourselves. If you if, and you empower your immune system, you really because I think I had it. Like I'm a, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, get out! <laughs> I really think I had it, but what I did was. Um, I, it was like I ain't, I ain't tell nobody. <laughs> no, no, no. I did, I did. Everybody around me knew. I was like, y'all had. I think I got that thing. Like I got that thing on. But um, <laughs> no. But I took care of myself. I boosted my immune system. I drank my water. I took my um. I detoxed. I did my um. I I did my lemon water and everything. I think we need to take personal responsibility of taking care of ourselves, especially being in this quarantine and dealing with anxiety and dealing with depressed thoughts. Is I think that um, while we're slowing down, like I don't know about, I'm not slowing down because I still have to work 40 hours and homeschool my children. Um, but I think while the world is slowing down, I think that we need to prioritize what's mo most important. And I think that our mental health, our physical health, um, our holistic health should be priority for us. You know, I think that's super important because um, I think me and Will was laughing about you know, when this virus first started hitting and like people had to stay home, you know, you saw the, the meme floating around of like, if you don't learn a new skill or create a new project or just start a new business during this break, you never had a lack of time. You had a lack of, uh, what to say, effort or some shit like that, a drive. Like, you never, and like, I'm not gonna lie, I saw the shit and I like dismissed it, but I felt the pressure. Um, we were talking about it on the podcast. I felt the pressure of feeling like I should be creating art more than ever because I'm at the house right now. And like, I was beating myself up because like I was like, why am I not being creative? Ideas, what's going on with me? And like, it's it's wild, man. Like, why do we do we feel like we have that much PTSD that we have to inherently put that pressure on ourselves? Like, in times where we could just be just relaxed and just do. You say PTSD like you're referring to the? Are you referring to the black community? Yes. Yes. I mean, so do you feel like this this rising ground mentality is only within the black community? Well, not, not I think it's different with us. I don't think it's only. I think it's different with us because we have the constant pressure of having our own, like having our own, have our own. We got to create our own. We got to create our own. We got to build our own businesses, our own, you know, institutions. Da 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 da. That's different from like just chasing the American dream. I feel like. So that's what I mean by that. Is like it's just it's almost traumatic of how much pressure we put on ourselves and one another. Um, we all know that one, you know, we all got that one friend who criticizes every other black person who buys like Jordans or chains and shit, or like what they see as frivolous things. We don't. A lot of us don't give each other that freedom to just live our lives, and just spend the money how we want to spend it. 
and just do what we want to do to just maintain our mental health more than anything more than just apparently not you know just squandering our money so i don't know what y'all think i mean i've looked at i've seen it on both sides as far as the the work life um people who have been out of job out of you know they haven't been able to go to work a lot of them are looking at as it's like a reset for them um, they were just going to work, going to work, going to work, not living for themselves. And yes. now, and, you know, it's, it's almost like even though your home is still a vacation from that regular, you know, hamster on a wheel mentality. And even with kids, you know, students, you go to school 18 years, you know, with for high school, all of that, uh, your whole life. Then when you go out there, they say you want to go to college. So then you gotta go when you going. So you never really had a break. And so a lot of students right now, they're getting that 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 break. They're, you know, they don't, they're 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 not depressed anymore. You know, it's like to them, COVID is a blessing. Yeah. And I think with a lot of us, it's it's the it is that pressure of you going online and somebody saying rise and grind, we gotta like, no, can I just relax today? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's um who was it um steve harvey had that um i don't know if y'all saw that excerpt on his show where um he was talking about like um lazy people need sleep he was like um yes i remember seeing remember that. That he was like while you sleep over here somebody who lives on you know the opposite coast is waking up and playing the stocks with it like that why you over here sleep they over there reading the trends they they doing their research and stuff like that why you over here passed out like he's it was like I get what he was trying to say, but like yeah. like we say, when you come from a such a huge platform, it can be very detrimental to make people feel like, damn, maybe I don't need sleep. Maybe I do need to just get like three hours he's of sleep. And, and he's also speaking from a level of privilege too, because he doesn't have to necessarily deal with uh, a lot of things that regular old folk have to deal with anymore. Right? He surpassed that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, oftentimes when we have a discussion or talk about. Uh, things it's like in the most exaggerated way. So like this rising ground thing, <clears throat> we're talking about it in the in the like no sleep, constantly working, you know, uh, fashion. I I think more times when you hear uh, entertainers like you know Kevin Hart, any of these big celebrities who have made it to just do pure hard work, I think more so it's oftentimes them talking about like keeping your foot on the pedal, focus. Focus on a goal and really trying to accomplish this, which I don't find anything detrimental about that. You know, it's it's just when we talk about, you know, your Steve Harvey's or your or your crazy people. My mom had a ex boyfriend. He used to say, you know, big only need four hours of sleep. Hell, you sleep so long for. You know, like dumb shit like that. You know what I mean? It's like you know, in in those extreme instances, it's obviously detrimental. You know, but I, I feel like me the rising ground mentality just. You know, making sure you got a plan to be somewhere, you know, whether that's taking care of your mental health, your physical health or whatever, you know, just making sure you're setting your, make sure you're setting yourself up to reach some kind of goal, which I, I, can, I can agree. I can agree. That's the key. Like, you know where you want to be or where you feel like you should be or where you know you feel uncomfortable. Like, you know, you feel like. You know, like I feel like most people don't. Well, right. a lot of people just are going through motions. Paying bills, 
um, not really having you another know, like, site except to just pay the next bill. But you don't yeah, think people feel that though, like the, the mundaneness of it? Yeah. Some people feel it, but I'm saying like they don't have any uh, desire to get out of it. Like I think some people become yeah. comfortable in the mundane. I think yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, you know, when you feel like you're just not at your truest potential and it's like, what I was kind of getting to is like, you got to get to your own point where you desire more. Um, that point in time might not be the same time for me as it is for you. I think it starts at that in the comments as well. Um, but I feel like you feel it. Like, that's what I talk about whenever I do speak publicly. Like, you feel like, when I talk about my shows, I have shows during the week. Like, I feel like you know that the weekend is a very short period of time. Like, it's really not even the whole two days. Like, you're going to use that Saturday to, to the grocery shop or clean or whatever like that. You know, take care of your kids, take your kids out. If you're, you know, religious, you're probably using that Sunday to go to church or whatever. Like, that's really like only like a quarter day. So, you know, you're not living that entire week and you're just saving all your energy up for this little quarter of the day to have fun. So I was just trying to people like recognize that and have fun, do something that makes you happy during the week as well. So the point that you realize that might not be coming from you know the same time for me it was you, but just recognize that within yourself and just know that you know you deserve more than just the mundane going by the going through the motions of shit. But some people are completely fine with that as well, so they are also happy about that. Um, that is that you grow out of discomfort most of the time. Sometimes it takes a while though. I don't know. Anyway, um, what do you feel like y'all do? Because we run out of time. What do y'all feel like y'all do to kind of just step into your purpose? Um, other beyond this podcast that y'all just started, like, what do y'all kind of do in your everyday lives to just sit more into yourself and just be your best selves? Um, for me, I think uh, learning something. Like, I just started learning how to sign. Like, I have to learn something new. <laughs> um and being present like I struggle I don't know about y'all but for me as a Sagittarius it's hard for me to I struggle with staying present I was thinking about the next step the next step and um that that is a practice of mine that I'm, I'm working on uh now more than ever with me um no sense of course comes from being a comedian so even before the COVID, my thing was just brainstorming, um, coming up with different jokes and observations that as a comedian, you only see. Um, so I'm always working. So I didn't have to, the, the, the pandemic didn't really give me time as far as I was already doing that. Um, it did, however, give me more time to put things in motion. Um, so I shot more uh, content as far as visualize like my social media presence. Mm. That, that was pretty much like what that did for me. Um, but I already, Victoria know my story. I've been through the being sorry for myself and you know, I've already made changes before that, right. but everybody, you know, I got a kick in the butt a different way. You know, everybody didn't have that, that kick in the butt, so. I feel that, I feel that absolutely. Um, And real quick, Star had some pretty good questions in the chat. He said, um, with everything y'all just said just now, like, do y'all feel like y'all are in the reset mode or like the grind mode right now? 
And what are you doing to support that? I'm definitely not in the reset mode. Well, no, no, I think I'm in the grind mode because um, I feel like I have so much, like I don't have time to, I don't have a break. <laughs> I don't, like nothing changed, <laughs> nothing. Like I'm still, like I had to even have a come to Jesus with my son's teacher. I was like, look lady, my grandfather just died. I'm working 40 hours. We will get to this assignment <laughs> when we get to it. Um, but yeah, I think, and I think that's where I'm at now is, like I said, being present, being present is actually doing, like executing instead of just thinking and planning ahead, just being present and actually doing what I need to do. Um, I feel like I'm in a soft reset um, simply because you know, being that you can't find a stage anywhere um, right now. So it's made me um, be more looking into like the social media, using the platform more. Also with the podcast, like investing ourselves into it, um, looking at it as not only just something that we do, but an opportunity um, for the long haul. Hmm. our nine to fives we don't want to be doing that forever um so the other things that we work on you know that's what we're we're just now you know we're able to put a little bit more time into it so it's not like a hard reset um in my case so i feel like it's just for people who've been doing what they're doing is giving them more leeway it's, it's allowing us to be more creative. Um, and I think for the people who aren't, that's the people who is like, all right, now's the time. Mm -hmm. I think that's dope that y'all can kind of be in a little bit of opposite. I mean, I think you're on the same page with the podcast, but y'all both kind of in different, different, you know, mindsets and still just support each other the way we need to. Like I said, just not enforcing one person's, you know, zone on the other person. Um, yeah, high five, man. Sagittarius is being dope, like y'all do. Um, beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. I don't even have anything else we want to touch on. I think that's about it, actually. Um, we can go into the oh, we can actually shout y'all out real quick. Um, if dad wants to throw up y'all's podcast real quick, um, I don't know if y'all want to share any words or any more information about your podcast. How often y'all go on? What y'all, what's your next episode going to be about? Anything like that? Well, we try to drop an episode every Wednesday. Um, we used to do like 11 o'clock. Now it's just kind of whenever we can do it. Um, <laughs> but this week, because we were sharing, you know, we were invited to you guys' show. We're actually going to use like this show for our weekly show. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah, so we'll be uh, back on our regularly scheduled program next week. <laughs> but it's Centaur Views, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. We have on Facebook, we have a fan page as well as a friend page. Um, and then we post different things throughout um, that has to do with the topics of the show. Um, so we try to, you know, see if they get like people that, that continue the discussion after the show goes off. Oh mm -hmm. man. Well like I'm just I'm just happy y'all are just one more black voice on the internet doing your thing. I'm proud of y'all. Um, I know y'all go far, man. Like I'm just happy to see people just being like first of all, more black people knowing that this podcast shit is really not as intimidating as a lot of people make it out to be. 
be honest with you. It takes work. Don't get me wrong. It takes work to perfect it. Lord knows me and Will had a rough beginning with this shit. Um, but it takes work to get where you want to be. But when, it's not – it's really anything is possible, man. If you want to do this shit, just do it. We need more black voices, black faces, black bodies everywhere. I want to see it everywhere. All over my screen. Issa Rae is really putting black bodies all over the screen right now with his latest season Insecure. I don't know if y'all been watching, but yes. it's been real. <laughs> so thank y'all so much for joining us, man. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. We love thank, y'all. You. thank you. Absolutely. Um, we're going to get into Will's thirst of the week. You want to spill yes. about your lady? My thirst of the week this week uh, is Hunter Harris. She's actually uh, a writer for uh, Vulture uh, magazine. Um, and I actually uh, stumbled upon her because I clicked like a little Google ad. What? <laughs> it said, uh, it was a ranking of every man in Insecure. And I had a huge problem with this list. But uh, she, she's still dope all the same. Somehow she got, uh, it was a ranking of all the dudes. And she got Thug Yoda as the number one dude on Instagram. I mean, on Insecure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, I think Jared was number two. Andrew was number three. It was, it was some, it was whack. But anyway, uh, I read some of her other work. Um, she's a really good writer. Um, she writes, for, like I said, she writes for Vulture um, and NY Mag. Uh, you can check her out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, it's Hunter H. Um, and on Twitter, it's Hunter Hunter E. Harris, so Hunter Y. Harris. Um, see, man, she's got some really great articles. If you click her name, um, you know, all her articles will pop up. Uh, she speaks a little bit about hip hop, uh, little things about uh, she had an article on Kevin Spacey and all this other stuff. So it was really, really interesting. Um, and she's and she's also pretty, so that's always a bonus. Um, so yeah, there you go. You get Thursday week. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm only typing comments. All right, yeah, man. Beautiful stuff. Thank y'all again so much. Um, since our reviews, we appreciate y'all. Appreciate um, you thank you, everybody, that tuned in and gave us all the comments. Um, thank you. The chat was lit. Yeah, y'all. People super opinionated on Lauren, Laura Dan, Laura Dale. What y'all call her? I can't. I can't get shit right. Oh, Lauderdale Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We'll be back next week. And um, yeah, love you guys. See you next time, man. Thanks. Y'all.